You're listening to the Shed Some Light Podcast, where the beers are kept cold and the conversation is always flowing. Coming to you live, it's Michael and Jack. Sit back, relax, and grab a cold one. It's time to get started. Shed some light, episode 164, coming your way on a Friday. Michael and Jack are back, Miller Lights in hand. Look at us getting back to our recording schedule. Jack, not how you doing. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. (laughs) We're here. We're here. Some things make me happy, some things make my blood boil in this episode. That's fair. We're going to get to all of it. Yeah. Yeah. Starting off sports-wise, as we are recording this, the White Sox are in their third game of the series against the Guardians. We'll, we're going to save White Sox talk for later. You know what? Fuck it. I'm going to make it a point to say Indians. I'm going to say Indians every time. I'm never going to call them the Guardians. Okay. The Indians. Okay. First two games rough. Third game we'll discuss later. Oh, wait, so what do we... Are we talking White Sox now? Nah, we'll do that later. Okay, so great to bring that one up. Um, Bulls. What are we talking about? Are we going? Are we diving deep into one of these? Well, I don't know. You said you wanted to wait to talk White Sox. I never said that. I said some things piss me off, some things make me happy. And then you were like, we're going to talk about this later, but the White Sox are playing, and they lost too. But we'll talk about that later. Okay, let's just let's just get right into it then. All right, the bad, the ugly. Uh, this is probably um, the worst three-game stretch of baseball I've seen this team play, and I don't think that's an exaggeration. I mean, just dog shit top to bottom for the past three days. They have been infuriating to watch. And Tony Larusa might be drunk in the clubhouse right now. Batting Leori Garcia, who is batting a whopping 074, third, two days in a row. Twice. Yeah. So I don't think that Leori is a bad baseball player. He I think that should, he's being used improperly. Yes. He should not play more than 60 games a year. And I'm not sure what LaRusa's fascination with him is. He, he's like the old school baseball. Like he, oh, like he can play anywhere. We'll play him here. We'll play him there. Like fucking yeah, dude. And he sucks ass when he's on offense, dude. Well, he he can also play anywhere because he's not good at any one position. Exactly. He's just mediocre at a bunch of them. Yeah, yeah. And it's fucking in. Like I don't even care about the fielding thing. Like the fielding stuff is like. You know, it is what it is. Like he's like you said, like he's okay at all of them. He's not gonna fuck up a lot. He has this year in the field. But like, why are you batting a guy that has that that has fucking one or two hits all year in the three hole? I can understand if this is one of your like star offensive players that's just having a bad start and you're like, fuck it. You know, we're gonna put him in the three hole. And we're going to see what happens, see if he can get, you know, a little spark under him. It's not. 
it's Leori fucking Garcia, either A, don't play him, or B, shove him down at the bottom of your lineup. Right. Why is Andrew Vaughn not playing? Andrew Vaughn's batting 320. But yeah. we're playing Leori Garcia in the three hole. Because you know what he needs? More at bats. <laughs> That's what everybody's saying. Yeah, definitely uh, don't understand that move. Like, f- fucking get your head out of your ass, Tony LaRussa. And, like, listen, I get it. It's like the fucking 12th game of the year. I don't actually fucking care, but, like, it's infuriating to see that. If that's, like, an actual, like, thing he thinks, he's like, this is a good idea. I should play Leor Garcia in the three-hole. Then, like, you you are legitimately drunk. Yeah. I don't... What What's, like, the chain of command in the majors? Like, how come no one else is saying something? Like, this is... Hey, this is kind of a bad idea. Yeah, that's the other thing. Is is nobody in the clubhouse like, what the fuck? <laughs> like Frank Manichino, our hitting coach, is not is like sees that lineup and he's like, okay, yeah. Like I bet I bet Leori Garcia was a little bit shocked. It's like I'm batting in the fucking three hole. Is this a again? Is this a joke? He's like, what the fuck, man? Yeah, I don't really understand that. Makes no fucking sense, dude. There's no reason for him to bat in the three hole. Right. Right. Also, get Dallas Keuchel off my team. I didn't know if I wanted to say it. I, I'm going to just stick my fucking flag in the ground. Get him off my fucking team. We talked about this prior to the season starting, where I said a good year for Dallas Keuchel would be him pitching mediocrely, if that's a word. Uh, gave up, what, 10 runs in his first or in his most recent start. Ten rounds and two innings. Yep. In another, like, uh, twist of that dagger is the fact that Carlos Rodon is just lighting Dealing. teams up. Yep. That's the White Sox for you. Do you know how bad Dallas Keuchel has to be? And I, I think I told you this off the podcast. If you were to make the argument that you could get a hit off Dallas Keuchel, I'd believe you. I'd, I'd at least hear it out. Yeah, I think we talked about that on here. That it's fucking... Dude, he throws 85-mile-an-hour pitches that go dead center of the plate. Like, it's almost impressive how bad he is. Like, he can't hit the corner to save his life, but if you want it right down the fucking middle, put on a tee on a silver platter, he's got you all day fucking long. And and the disappointing thing, too, is that, you know, as we've talked, the White Sox are in a World Series contending window right now and we're only 12 games into the season and you can already tell that like Reinsdorf and them didn't do enough this offseason don't get me wrong the roster is good potentially great if they play up to their potential but like why not just like put the pedal down and like go for it every once in a while yeah I mean I'm I'm not gonna go as far to say that they didn't do they should have done more. I wish they would have signed like a Frankie Montaz or a Sean Manaya or traded for one of them. But I'm I'm gonna reserve judgment on that until like everybody's back healthy. Cause I mean right now you're pitching with out your top two pitchers, without two of your top bullpen arms, and without your starting third baseman and without your starting right fielder. I mean that's a lot. It's a lot of things to be bad. Again, 
I, I still think they should have done more in the offseason, but I'm going to hold out that, like, reserve judgment. But, like, to kind of almost contradict my own, like, thought right there is I don't understand how Reinsdorf and Hahn looked at that roster, saw Dallas Keuchel as a top-five pitcher, and been like, yep, we can win a World Series. Right. No, you can't. I'll be honest with you. No, you can't. You cannot win a World Series this year with Dallas Keuchel as a top five pitcher on your roster. You just can't. Has he only had one start? Two. What was the first one? I think he gave up like four or five. So his ERA and it was is like through the roof. I think it's like fifteen. Sheesh. And the thing was, like, even in the start where it was like four or five, I like was like that was a good start for him. Yeah. That wasn't that bad. And then he comes out after the game, and I get it that, like, Tim had a lot of, like, and the whole defense had a lot of errors. But he was, he came out after the game and had a quote that was like, I thought I only threw two bad pitches. <laughs> what? Dude, you threw cock shots down the middle. They had eight consecutive hits. What the fuck do you mean? Yeah. Like, at least fucking own up to it and be like, yeah, you know, the defense, it is what it is. Like, that happens, but I, I didn't do that well today. Yeah, he's pitched a total of six innings this year and has a 16.5 ERA. Jesus fucking Christ, dude. Hey, but according to MLB.com, his nickname is The Big D. Don't care. (laughs) Okay. Anything else White Sox you want to talk about? I, I don't want this to come off as sounding... Like I'm ragging on Tim Anderson here, but I want and this I've said this before. I always want equal. I want to help. I want to hold everybody equally accountable. Tim has had four errors in two games. If Yoan did this, White Sox Twitter would be up in flames. They'd be like, "Get yo, Yoan fucking sucks. Get him off my team. This guy's ass. He never plays, and he's making all these errors. Go fuck yourself." Okay, I mean, not, I I don't want to I don't want to be like fuck you Tim because I'm not doing that, but I want to hold everybody accountable. I think that you're looking at this wrong, and I'm not saying this to boost up Tim, and I'm not saying this to uh, hate on Yoan, but as is the case in any sport anywhere in the world, the better you are, the longer leash you have. Yeah, but this is that whole thing that I understand that. And and if these plays that you know Tim was creating errors on, are, you know, tough plays where you know it's like a ball in the gap, he's reaching backhand, he's throwing, he doesn't get it. These are like routine ground balls, and this is where I actually think in baseball it hurts you, because if you are said to be that good, that play should be made a hundred times out of a hundred. I'm not giving Tim. I'm not being like, oh, you know, Tim's good though, so I'm giving him the leash on these errors. Like, if anything, I'm thinking, I'm looking at a worse player and being like, oh, that guy fucking sucks. So it's kind of what you expect from him, you know? Yeah, I mean, like I said, I'm not taking any sides here. I'm just trying to give you the people's perspective. Yeah, I, and that, that's, I, and like I said, I told you, I'm not mad at Tim for, for any of those errors. It, it happens. It's baseball. I just think that, like, if Yoan did that same thing, people would be like, fucking trade Yoan, he sucks. And it's like, all right, dude, chill the fuck out, man. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. 
Let's talk Bulls. Bulls are back. Bulls pick up a win. Suck it, Milwaukee. I mean, they were really close to getting two games right off the bat there. Yeah, suck it, Milwaukee, you fucks. So, <laughs> as you said in, in one of our episodes last week, once they win one game, you're I'm, fully I'm back, so in. back in. I'm so back in. The Bulls are, are going to beat Milwaukee. I'm so back. <laughs> Get fucked. Um, I did, I did see a pretty crazy stat. The last three Bulls with 40 points in a playoff game. Demar Jordan and it was Wednesday. Demar Wednesday night. Demar ninety eight. Michael Jordan two thousand eleven. D Rose. Yeah, boy, that's pretty elite that's, company yeah. right there. Yeah. Um, also, I want to talk about something because I know in the previous episode I said I think I hate Giannis. I've I've figured out why. Okay. I don't like him. Okay. He is not fun to watch anymore for me. And I'll tell you why. You know when you go to like your cousins or your your little siblings like basketball game and you go and there's the kid that uh, on the other team that's like 6'5 as an 8th grader yep. and you're like, holy shit, look at this kid. Yep. And you're like, the one game that you go and see that kid for, you're like, this is fucking hilarious. He's just bodying those kids. That was Giannis for the past like two years. He was funny because he was like, yeah, look at how fucking good and athletic he is. And now it's gotten to the point where, like, it's not even, like, good basketball. He just, like, barrels down the lane, throws an elbow, and then dunks. And it's like, that's not fun to watch, you know? That's how I feel about James Harden. He's not fun to watch. Yeah, but at least, like, James Harden does a little, like, shimmy shake. But that's his only move. It's that or like a six-step step back that somehow never gets called for a travel. Yeah, and and Giannis is like legitimately, he'll do like one crossover, lower his shoulder, throw an elbow, and then dunk, and nothing get called. And it was funny because I don't know if you like watching the highlights or anything from last night. They The announcers said it in real time. There was a time Giannis drove the lane, Patrick Williams is guarding him. He legitimately chucked an elbow at him. Patrick Williams goes flying. Giannis dunks. And the announcers go. And Giannis drives the lane, pushes off. And I guess you get away with that if you're the MVP. And I was like, I mean, that was the most clear push off of all time. Yeah. And I get it. It's like, you know, hey, it's it's the playoffs. You want to let them play or whatever. But like, you shouldn't allow this fucking seven-one athletic freak to just be throwing forearms at people, right? Like he's just not. I I would rather watch like Devin Booker and Demar go shot for shot any day of the week. Yeah, that's where right. it's like you know they're crafty with the ball, they're running off screens, they're pulling up, they're doing whatever. Like I'd rather watch that a thousand times out of a thousand than watch Giannis play. He's just not fun to watch for me. So fuck you, Giannis, and fuck you, Grayson Allen. Fair and enough. Fuck Milwaukee. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I actually like Milwaukee. I do too. But the Bucks this series, go fuck yourself. Just not Pat Connaughton. This series. I hope you lose. <laughs> but in the rest of your life, I hope you win. Only other sport that I have to touch on is some Notre Dame football. You have anything else? Not really. Okay. A couple things Notre Dame football-wise. Uh, tomorrow is the blue and gold game. Uh, no Tyler Buckner because he is a mortal human being who rolled his ankle going down the stairs. Yep. Tough. 
Um, I'll get to some more football specific stuff, but with the blue and gold game rolling around, that's always also the same time as the unveiling of the shirt. And um, I don't know if you feel passionately about this, but this is something that I've been bringing up for years. Either the shirt every year needs to be green because we need a more uh, unified uniform that people can wear to games. I love like the Georgias or the Ohio States or like the Tennessees where like everyone is in red or orange or something like that. Where at Notre Dame, it's like, yeah, you got the student section all in the same color and then everyone else is in like green, white, navy, yellow, like way too many colors. Let's just stick with green. That's my plan. I like that. If not green, two colors that I would really like to see the shirt. White. That they have never been. White or black. Black, eh. I think white, you could do a sick design. I think you could too. Black doesn't feel, like white at least kind of feels Notre Dame-y. And I don't Black know why. doesn't. I don't know why um, no one has ever like done this before, those two colors. Yeah, I don't know. And it's weird though too when they go to blue. I feel like it's never like a Notre Dame blue. Yeah, it's never been a good blue. It's That's like what a I'm fucking saying. gross. Just stick to Kelly Green. Yeah. Not well, Freeman Green. Yeah, how you sure. doing? Got him on fire today. <laughs> Surprised you even let that one slip right there. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll we'll give some some reactions to the shirt once we see it this weekend. Okay. Also, um, with the um, with the blue and gold game, mm-hmm. maybe you can explain this to me better. What was up with the draft? So. In the past, it's always been like the A team offense yeah. versus the A team defense, yeah. and the B team offense versus the B team defense. I think they just wanted to mix it up and have fun because it doesn't matter anyways. Well, okay, so like yes and no to that though, because like it doesn't matter, but also like I want to see how these guys mesh together. Like, I want to see, I like, this is, again, you should treat this, Notre Dame should be treating this as a practice. Right. And being like, okay, I want to fix and see what our best offense and best defense needs to work on. But they do that every day in normal practices. I, I get that. But, like, I don't know, I just feel like a, a lot of teams that are, like, top-tier teams aren't doing something like that. I thought, I thought the drafting of the players was a very... Uh, funny way to mix things up and the level of detail that they took it to oh like yeah the blue team when they would submit draft picks they had like the same nfl style cards that were blue on the back and the gold team had the gold on the back and jerome bettis was the commissioner and he would step up there and the sound would go do 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 yeah like that was funny like i i think the way that they did it is very funny and i my guess is that this is like as much as i hate to say like a whole marketing thing or whole recruiting thing where it's like oh look at this like we're doing this whole like putting on the show but like i don't know i don't hate it i don't love it either yeah i I, like i would like to see like the top offense go out there against the top defense and be like all right let's fucking like nut up or shut up and see what's good yeah but like i don't know because now i won't be able to be like you know, oh, like, this guy made a sick catch, but he's getting guarded by, like, the fucking the C-team wide receiver or the C-team yeah. cornerback yeah. over here. Like, I mean, also, like, the amount of injuries that are that are being 
that are happening right now is uh, ridiculous. Like there are so many first to second teamers that are not going to have anything to do with this blue and gold game just because they're hurt. Like what? Um, well, I mean, obviously Buckner's out, Tyree is out. One of the Adamiolas, yeah. Oh, one of Some the Adamiolas is out. Foskey's out. Kristoffic uh, is out. And I'm sure that's like a third of the list. Cam Hart's not playing. Um, I don't know who Kristoffic is. One of the O linemen. Oh. Yeah, there's a there's a wide, long list of of. But I, I mean, I also heard that Buckner's injury was like if they would have played Ohio State this yes. weekend, he would have played. Right. Right. It was more of just like a precautionary Agreed. thing more than anything. So Agreed. Um, two other commitment things I wanted to touch on. Braylon James, four-star wide receiver, commits to Notre Dame. Yeah. If you hadn't seen the clip of him faking everyone out with the LSU hat, pretty funny. We're, in a, pe- we're in a petty war. And he did it respectfully, too. It's not like he spiked the hat down. He just, yeah. like, handed it to his dad. The lady in the background that just yells out, like, what? <laughs> when he pulls that hat out was hilarious. I couldn't tell if that was, like, a, a good what or a bad what. Yeah, I, I don't know. Was she, know. like, was she, like, what? Like, hell yeah, what? Like, let's go. You're coming to Dallas. You or, like, a what the fuck? Like, no way. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um it was it was cool to find out too that he told the coaching staff that he was committing to Notre Dame back in like March. Like he's been silently committed for over a month. Hell yeah! And then did you see that he tweeted at Dante Moore right after his commitment? Just with the little chef's kiss hey, hand. Yeah, come on now. Yeah, so that was pretty cool. Um, another commitment coming up on uh, Monday night. I guess I could have saved this for Monday's show, but talking about it now, six thirty p.m. Monday night on Instagram Live. Hell yeah. That's the way to fucking do it. You want to go on CBS Sports? Fuck you, nope, Braylon James. Just go into my own Instagram, Instagram. Live. Uh, Sam Pendleton, four-star offensive lineman out of North Carolina. Big boy, 6'4", 305. Dude, if Sam Pendleton doesn't scream offensive line, I don't know what does. <laughs> Sam, yeah. it, like... If you were to like put odds on what position he played, it'd be like offensive line minus two thousand. Yeah, it'd be like there's no fucking shot he plays anything besides offensive line. Yeah, so he is deciding between his top five, which are uh, Notre Dame, Clemson, Michigan, Florida, and NC State. Uh, is there like any read on him? Uh, I don't know too much about him. I have not followed this recruitment, but. The crystal balls are medium strength for Notre Dame. All right. 2023? I believe so. That's what we like to see. So, we will see. Finally, one last thing I had on Notre Dame. Can I just say one more thing about Sam Pendleton? Yeah. He, they, he's also just by name, sounds like a guy that they know him at like a lot of local restaurants. Yeah. Like he walks in there like, Sam, how's it going? The Sam usual. P. And then he's like, yup. And then they bring it out, and it's like three burgers, like a fucking <laughs> onion rings, two sides of fries. He's like, yeah, what's up? Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, we're, we're going to have a diesel truck come rumbling by here. So if you hear that in the background, sorry. Um, I think we talked – did we talk about it on the last episode last week um, about Brian Kelly's rants toward Notre Dame? No, I don't think so. Yeah, a couple articles coming out 
ironically, I think, at the same time from two national writers about Brian Kelly who just continues to take shots at Notre Dame and not focus on his actual job at LSU. So, well, he's being petty. I'm going to continue to be petty. Um, yeah, we're, we're in a petty off with LSU. Yeah, I saw a stat that um, since he took over the LSU program that 20% of the roster has entered the transfer portal. Hate to see it. That's kind of tough. Hate to see it. So, also, dude, coming. I'm trying to look at it from the most unbiased perspective. I was looking at the LSU football schedule the other day. Like, find me six wins. I think they're going to be five and seven. Yeah, six and six at best, probably. So I don't know. Maybe I'm just an idiot, but we'll see how that plays out. I like a good petty off though. Yeah, I mean, if he if he would have moved on with some class. I would have just left it in the dust. But if he keeps taking shots at Notre Dame, I'll keep taking shots at him. I don't care. Yeah, this all stems from him being an asshole. Yeah. And leaving the way he did. Now, I want to be clear when I say this. Not him leaving. Him leaving the way he did. Those are two different things. He left like a fucking asshole. So if you leave like an asshole, you're going to get told you are an asshole. So... And if you can't handle the heat, get out the fucking kitchen. He had, you know, 10 years plus of, you know, Notre Dame fans being at his back, you know, backing him till they die. And now you're finding out the flip side of that. Right. And it's nonstop. And I don't know if he can handle it. I think we're going to drive him insane. Fine with me. Notre Dame fans, the death of Brian Kelly. <laughs> You know, dude, you know what I heard the other day, too? I was listening to one of the, like, almost 20 Notre Dame football podcasts that I listened to. Um, It shows you how big of idiots the NCAA truly is. You know how there were those vacated wins that uh, happened under Brian Kelly? Did you know that they vacated the wins, but the losses still count? Oh, yeah. How, How does that happen? Either the whole season counts or the whole season doesn't count. Nope. The losses counted. But how can the losses count but the wins don't I don't know, I don't know don't if you count. understand what I'm saying. The losses count. The wins don't. I, right. But but it doesn't make sense. Just think about it. I know what you're saying, <laughs> but it doesn't make sense. No, that's, that's, that's like the NCAA for it. They're like, all right, we're going to fucking take all your wins away, but every loss you had... That still counts. The like, same the same players that you're making that were on the field, quote-unquote, illegally, were also on the field for those losses, but those still count. It'd be funny if they took those away, too. That'd like, be fine, because that would boost Notre Dame's winning percentage. Yeah. It's also fucking stupid. Wasn't that just like somebody like wrote a paper for him or some shit like that? Yeah. Some, some tutor small. got involved or something like that. I don't I'm know. sure that doesn't happen at other schools. Right. Only Notre Dame. Right. So, that's all the sports I got. Yeah, that's all I got. Okay. So, on Monday's show, we finally wrapped up the top 100 things. So, today we are going to talk about any things that we think should have made that list. And then Monday, we are jumping into a new top 100 of the top 100 things that piss people off. So, that one, I'm hoping, should be pretty good. What are some things that could have made the top 100 best things list, in your opinion, Jack? Okay. Do you want me to just, like, run through my list, or do you want to go, like, one and one? Um, we can go one and one. I have uh, I have four. Oh, I have a lot. Okay. 
Um, so number one, I'm going to go with uh, scratching your back or having someone else scratch your back. Ooh, that's good. Got to be in there. That's yes. a fucking great feeling, dude. Yes. It's not, and not just like, it's great regardless, but especially when you have an itch. Like, that's like a top 10 feeling for me when it's like, got an itch back there, scratches. Let's go, baby. I like that. I like that. Okay. Um, mine is a, a very biased take, but Notre Dame. Yeah, okay. I mean, yeah. Like you said, <laughs> biased. Let's just, uh, by the way, so... We, that's, we, that's the only biased thing. Okay. Everything else is very general. By the way, we, we talked about this at the beginning of the podcast, how we're uh, recording this during the White Sox game at the moment. So, uh, Luis, in the two-hole, just hit a single to start the inning, and now... Guess who's up? Oh, Leury. Let's see how this ends. Okay, let's all let's all take bets on how this is going to end. Uh, minus one fifty strikeout, minus a hundred double play, plus two hundred base hit. Out. Oh, I just said out. So yeah, you know, about how it goes. All right, back to me. Uh, my next one. I'm just going for Breeze. Okay. I think Febreze should be mandatory in every bathroom in every household. Agreed. Don't have anybody killing themselves. Sure. Sure. Okay. If, um, you, if you know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Another one of mine is the smell of fresh cut grass. I'll be honest with you. I don't really know what that smells like. What? I don't really think fresh cut grass has a smell. Yeah, it does. I don't think so. It's it's a great smell. I mean, nothing like crazy. I don't think I don't have, think it has like an overpowering smell. It, it's it's got a good smell. I can tell you that. I I don't know how to describe it other than that's the smell of fresh cut grass. I don't know if it'd be in my top like five smells. I love it. I love it. All right, uh, next one. I'm gonna go with the first time. You're able to breathe through your nose after being sick. Ooh, yes. That's yes. the fucking best, or, dude. Or while well, you are sick and you're laying in bed and then you roll yeah. to the other side and everything drains. And yeah. Then you're like, dude, it's sick. <sighs> yeah. yeah. That is that is a easily a top, like, you know, 10 feeling for me. That's big time. That's big time. Um, speaking of feelings, uh, waking up on a sunny summer morning, just like the sun's peeking through the shades. Or through the blinds, you got nothing to do that day. You can hear the birds chirping. It's going to be a good day. I would have gone with like uh, uh, waking up on like a fall more a fall football morning over that. No, I like summer mornings. Nah, fall morning, football and stuff. Um. Next one, peeing after you have to hold it in for a long time. Oh, that was going to be my last one. I said going to the bathroom at a sporting event when you've been holding it in line for a long time. You got to go through that pain, but then once you get to the front, it's like the floodgates just open. Yeah, I think more of mine have been like car rides because like I'm a big like unless I like am going to piss myself, I'm not going to tell you to stop. Yeah. Yeah, like I'll I'll sit there and and I'll hold that shit in until you have to stop or we need gas, unless like I legitimately have to pee myself. So I'm one of those people that'll always be like, "No, dude, I'm good. Like I'm I'm fine." I was uh, thinking about it the other day when we went to White Sox opening day that my bladder is uh, in off season mode. 
I was not prepared to have to hold oh. it for so long in line. I got a small bladder. Hand up. I'll admit it. I'd say mine's pretty average sized. I got, a, I got a real small bladder. Okay, since you took that one, I only have one left. And I know that chocolate milk made the list, but chocolate milk in the box. Like the... Oh. From grade school lunches. Yeah, I mean, we talked about that. Yeah. All right, so I have I have four four left. Okay. Um, one is throwing a perfect spiral. Anytime that happens, that's like a fucking oh yeah, that's awesome. Okay, when you're just like let that baby fly, you're like I could play a quarterback if I fucking wanted to. Yeah, and yeah. then the next one you throw is always like dog shit too. Like it just has to follow that. Yep. Um, I think we've talked about this before, but calling your shot. Yeah. Anytime you say you're about to do something and then immediately do that thing, it that's like you feel like you're on top of the world. It's okay. great. Um and then the last two, I'm not hundred percent sure if he put these on his list, but I would like to put these on mine as well. Uh one, which I don't think he put on there, which is a big miss, it's just cars. Yeah, cars are pretty sweet. Dude, cars are fucking imagine having to walk somewhere, or ride a horse. No. Yeah. Not today. Yeah. I get in my car. I almost put boats up there because boats, boats, in my opinion, boats are like the ones that, uh, boats, boats walked so cars could run, you know? <laughs> sure. Yeah, like boats have been around forever. Yeah. First transportation, boats. Yeah. I mean, go, going all the way back to Noah. Yeah, dude. We wouldn't be here if it wasn't for boats. True. So fucking boats are sick. Okay, I can um, find that. And then my the, my last one is just a washing and drying machine. Imagine mm. having to do your laundry by hand. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Don't want to do that. Uh, in unit. I'll just go washing and drying machine. Period. Nah, because when you live in an apartment, you'd complex, rather you'd rather wash your laundry by hand. I wouldn't, but they always put the the uh, laundry room in the most inconvenient location. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, I just don't want to do it by hand. Like, I remember having to trek down, like, four flights of stairs to the basement corner in order to do a load of laundry that they charged me five bucks for. Also, the, the, like, amount of... The amount of washers to people living in that apartment complex is never right. No. Like, dude, I remember in college, I lived in a full, like, like I think it was six or seven story dorm with a solid, like, we'll call it 50 to 60 people, right? On each floor. Oh, okay. So, like, like 300 yeah. people in this yeah. dorm, and they had three washers and three dryers. Right. That's three per hundred people. Yep. Like, yep. that's insane. Yep. Those, those are mine, what they missed off. Fair enough. I like those. All right, wrapping up the show, do you got any dumb thoughts? Because I don't. Um. Oh, yeah. Okay. I got, I got one. And I don't know why this is true, but I think it is. <laughs> eating two halves of something is easier than eating the whole thing. Now, let me explain that. Like, cutting something in two and eating both halves of that 
is easier than if I would have just went straight for it and ate the whole thing. Well, yeah, because you're increasing surface area. So you have more more places to bite. Yeah. Which makes eating it easier. But I'm just saying I'm just saying like to me it, saying it like seems the- like less food. Oh. Hmm. Yeah, I don't agree with that, but trust right. me. And I'll, I'll tell you why. Yeah, we talked about Krispy Kreme. Haven't had those in a while. Yep. Had those at work the other day, and I walked into the to the break room when they were there, and I was like, I was like, I don't want a full Krispy Kreme donut. Like I'm, I'm going to cut this bad boy in half. Cut it in half. Two bited the half. Right. And was like, fuck it, I got to eat the other half now. Right. Like that was easy. But like I looked at it and was like, a whole one of those seems like a lot. It's rare that I see something in whole form, cut it in half, and then, like, when I cut it in half, I always say that I'm only going to eat half, but it's rare that that actually happens. Yeah, exactly. That's that's what I'm that's what I'm saying. You you know, you get what I'm saying. Because it's like, you think to yourself, like, that's too much to eat. I don't want to eat all that. And then you cut it in half, and immediately after eating that one half, you're like, I could go for another half of those. Right. Like, right. It was, that, that was a matter of five minutes that you decided. You were like, yeah, you, you went from... I don't want to eat a whole thing of that to eating half of it and being like, I need another half of that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. That's, that's exactly what I mean. I was like, it's just one of those things where like, I, I thought, don't, I don't know how to like explain it. I thought you meant like when you have a whole sandwich and you take a bite out of it, that's harder than taking a bite oh, out of no, a sandwich no, 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 cut no. in half. No, no, no. I'm saying like mentally, it seems like less food. Yes. Like if you gave me like, like, like a donut or like a cookie is perfect where it's like mm, i look at it and i'm like that's a lot i don't really want that whole thing and then i'll be like i'll take half and you can you can cut that in half for me and the second you cut it in half and i eat it i am immediately gonna go and eat that other half right and i don't know why that's a thing it's your stomach and your mind playing tricks on you maybe i should just start cutting everything in half <laughs> All food is getting cut in half from now on. There you go. There you go. All right. Anything else? Not really. Okay. That is where we are wrapping up Shed Some Light episode 164. Hope everyone has a fantastic weekend. Um, who you got, the blue or the gold? Notre Dame. Notre Dame is going to win a football game this weekend. We will catch you all. Starting off the season 1-0 <laughs> or 0-1, depending on who you're rooting for. <laughs> we'll catch you all hopefully on Monday. Check out the description. It has links to all of our social media so you can get a hold of us. Also, give us a five-star rating and review. And in the meantime, keep them cold. Keep them cold, everyone.